You're now listening to the What Up Joe podcast, episode four, where my co-hosts like to double team me in conversations. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Rashad Nasir. False news. <laughs> Fake news. Alternative facts. Alternative facts. Lance Vance. Marky J. Good morning. What's up, y'all? This is the second podcast where it's not raining. Congratulations. Where it's not raining? Like, yeah, it's yeah, but it's still a little chilly. <laughs> yeah, Sp- spring shit. is still missing. Where is her? Where is her? <laughs> Where's she at? She's around the corner. Yeah. I think. I hope. I'm over it. We only have two seasons anyway, so. Cold and. Extremely hot and shit. <laughs> Sweating. Yeah, winter, summer. Yeah, definitely. What you drinking? Um, caramel latte. Yeah, from where? From Panera. Oh, oh! Shout out to shout Panera. Shout out to the UC. Yeah. Okay. No Starbucks today, huh? No, no Starbucks. Uh-huh. We're taking a stand, right? Mm, I don't not really. Yeah. No fast. Okay. No, I, I, I wasn't. Really it was just. Want <laughs> <laughs> to be a fake? Did it just sound good? Yeah. Did it sound it good? good. <laughs> I want to get my followers uh, up. All right, well, let's get right into it. I guess I'll send this over to you, Lance, since you are the the lieutenant of the 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 Nicki Minaj fan club. Okay, well, guys, let's start off by talking about Nicki's new tracks. Trash. All right, she released... Barbie Tinks. Barbie Tinks? Let's start with Barbie Tinks? Well, we'll start with Barbie Tinks. Thursday, she released um, Barbie Tinks, and she also released a song called Chun-Li, and... um, I guess people's perception of the the music, everyone is kind of, you know, 50-50, I would say. I mean, I have people who love the songs, people who hate the songs, people who love one song, people who hate the other song. So um, I guess we'll let you guys start off and, you know, say what you guys think about the songs first. Trash. I don't have... Chun Lee was cool. (laughs) It was all right. Both songs have subpar bars, and that shit was weak as fuck. And then with that weak ass, that interview she did on Beats One, crying oh and shit, my God. pulling the Monique. Nobody wanted to hear. It was not a Monique. It was definitely Monique. That shit was a reach. That shit was a reach. I just go ahead, Marky. I don't have a strong opinion either way on either song. I I like Nicki, so I liked it. I mean, for me, it's not. These are not going to be like anthems for me or anything. They're just like like Anaconda was. That was an anthem yeah, for you. That was definitely <laughs> time. And I guess I was a little excited, especially seeing like that that um, the cover art for that shit. You know what I'm saying? It just it uh, just yeah. one was good. It just puts you in a mindset that like, okay, this shit was gonna be some fire, and that shit was like, <sighs> um, trash. I thought Chun Li was gonna be well. I didn't like that wig. You didn't like the wig with the baby hair? Oh my god, no, that was so it, bad to me. Doesn't it make it look more real? No, no, it looked more fake. <laughs> that shit looked matted. It was not good. Not matted. It looked matted. Well, Rashad, it's not trash. It's not trash. It's not trash. Like that's you have to understand what trash means. Like trash. Oh, I know what trash means. <laughs> trash, <laughs> trash is like we don't take trash lightly. We here. don't. No, we don't. And it's like. Now you correct me if I'm wrong. You are comparing these these songs to Nicki's body of work. Yeah, definitely. Okay, not generally speaking on just the hip hop. It's not even just the bars. It's, it's just like the energy of the shit. They were like, 
you feel like you were waiting, you were waiting for a moment that I never happened? I wasn't really waiting for anything from her. I'm mm. I'm like completely checked her. out of the whole Nicki Minaj female rapper thing. But what about Nicki Lewinsky? Nicki the boss. No, nah, I'm cool. Nicki the hairdresser. What about Roman? Nah. Roman is Roman's coming back. By the way, <laughs> I saw a tweet. Roman's coming back. Roman, um, reloaded, reloaded, reloaded times three. Okay, so no, I actually love Chun Li. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie though. When I heard the songs first during the Beast One interview, I was a little indifferent. But then again, you know, I was listening through on my soundbar. And it was, you know, it wasn't really the same quality in terms of sound that you listen to when you're in the car on your headphones. Yeah, when you're in headphones. And I was like, all right, these are it. But I listened to them again, and I thought I liked Barbie Tings more, but Chun Li, like the beat, I felt like the transitioning, I felt like everything was so much smoother in Chun Li than Barbie Tings. See, I Tings. think the production is better on Barbie Tings than Chun Li. It, it's same producer, by the way. I agree with that, definitely. It's the same producer. She, um, yeah, it's an in house producer that she said she has her own label now, but she won't say the name. But she's signing producers and artists, and it's the same guy. Um, his name is Chevy, but he says he's going to change his name. But that's the guy who produced both records. Um, so I do like the fact that she is working with new and up-and-coming up producers. I do feel like there's a lot of people who don't get acknowledged, a lot of people who are just as talented yeah. or even better than people who are really big. So I thought that was cool, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely here for it. I, Nikki did say that these songs are not going to be on the album. She just, you know... She was just playing around. She wanted to, you know... She said that Jimmy Iovine, this is a quote... She said that they <laughs> they were missing Nikki in the industry. There was like a lack of Nikki, and they needed they needed something. So you know, she's like, all right, there you go. But she said the album is layered. She said that she did not want to release singles because once you hear the album, you'll understand why she wanted to release it all together, almost like a Beyonce release. She's like, it was one whole piece. Okay, Nikki. that's why these two are not going to be on there. So I'm still anticipating that. Well, we'll see. I'm waiting for Nikki to get the fuck out of hip hop. It's not gonna happen. That's, it's that's, not gonna happen. It's, it's not, not gonna, gonna happen. happen. But and and I don't mean in a in a in a literal sense. I just think that whole like persona, that whole every because she is definitely the um, queen. I won't. I won't call her a, a reincarnation, but she's definitely is on that same path as what Kim gave us. But it's it's not as hard. It it comes it always comes off like it's something that's been prepackaged rather than it just being her. I don't feel like we've ever gotten. You want like, like a raw female? Rapper. Yeah, definitely. That I think that that's what hip hop needs. I think Cardi. I, the reason why I think people like Cardi is because she puts you in the mind of that. She's not, but at least personality wise. We've already seen so much of her to where certain people, women especially, can relate. I think her come up story, the Bronx, the stripping, just the regular shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's 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 a bunch of of history relative to Nikki that like we don't even know because she doesn't acknowledge it. You know what I'm saying? I think that adds to the mystique, though. I think a lot of people like that about a lot of artists, that they yeah. don't know everything about them. It works in the benefit of some people like Cardi B, and mm -hmm. I think it also works in the benefit of others where it's almost like fans or haters both alike want more. They want right. to know more. They kind of like that they don't know everything. It's like when you're everything. in a bad relationship and you're like, 
he doesn't want me, so I want him so bad. You know, like where you're like, yeah. There's like this, this like you want what you can't have type thing. Uh, okay, you lost me. Like you, you, they're not accessible. So. Oh, like, every, okay, 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 okay. We're back yeah. on the same page. Yeah, yeah. You think about it. Look at look at Beyonce and Jay Z. Everybody wants to know more. And, like, even with these last albums, they definitely, you know, let us in a little bit more. But there's still a lot of I shit don't we think, don't know. I don't think that's a real relationship. Like, I think that they're, like, business partners. I, I definitely think it, I think it started off as that. I think it's real now. You think it's real now? I think yeah. it's real now. I, I think definitely think it. We, three kids I in. I think it's real. You I, it's listen to some Lemonade. Oh, that ain't no damn business relationship no more. It's a relationship. I think that, like... She's been jaded like by him in that whole situation for so long and she's just kinda like indifferent. Like she Nah, I don't I don't think so. I think I think any perception that we have of their relationship is something that they that they've handed us. Wa- they yeah. handed us. They wanted us no, to No, I have no doubts about know, that. You know, to have those kind of thoughts. Which is but. why I think a lot of people believe that it's a real relationship. I just don't. Hmm. Mm. No. Even after Lemonade? Even after like Lemonade. some of this shit? I think all of that shit is like old. Mm. Or didn't happen. I I think it happened. I think I think maybe even worse shit happened, but they were like, okay, we've kept ourselves we've kept ourselves so much that we have to release something that sounds super personal. So let's put out something. Mm-hmm. And both of us will put out something. And it's smart because then people aren't going to go looking to dig up shit and make a whole documentary about the shit you don't know about Beyonce because they've given it to you themselves packaged the way that they want it, hmm. which I think is smart. Hence, business relationship. I definitely think they know how to work the press. They definitely know how to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like they're, they're really good at. Have you seen Beyonce's old like interviews on like. Um, of course I have. Oprah like Destiny's Child or like Beyonce. Was she on Wendy? No. She was on the Tyra she never did show. Wendy. Yeah, Tyra. She did Tyra. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot different. She doesn't even interview anymore. When she used to talk anymore. like a fifth grader. It's so funny. She still does. She just doesn't interview <laughs> yeah. anymore, so you don't hear it. But, I mean, it's it, it's the same thing. I mean, and I think that she doesn't interview just because she... I feel like she doesn't interview now because she definitely likes to keep that, to keep that mystique. Yeah. And the way that she... The format and how she releases her albums now, she doesn't even promote the shit. It's like the tour. Just drop it well, she doesn't have to. Just drop the album, then a tour. And she doesn't. No, she doesn't. Which is, I think, uh, fortunate for her. I know a lot of people, a lot of artists don't have, you know, that advantage. And they do have to promote and constantly do shows. And I mean, for Beyonce now, I think at this point, her career is just kind of like, all right, well, you know, shit, I'm going to release the album. Y'all going to buy it. Y'all are going to buy it. Y'all are going to see me live. You know How what I mean? How long do you think she's going to go? Like how much longer her yeah. career? How does she now? Thirty six. She's older than that. Isn't she the same age as Gabrielle Union? I know that there's <sighs> like speculation about her age, like her yeah, real age. Yeah, I think. Oh well, okay. According to Beyonce, she was born in eighty one. So she should be thirty thirty seven now. Anyway, um, how much longer she's gonna go? I don't know. Um, I definitely think that it's kind of crazy when you think about the fact that she's kind of had two careers already, like. A lot yes. of a lot of people born after a certain year don't even realize that she was in a group mm-hmm. initially. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're old enough to know, you know, both sides. But, but a lot you know, of people I don't never know even that. thought about that. Like there are people like today who they don't are, know like, Destiny's, Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child. What yeah. is what is that? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's like not even a. And that's our whole childhood. Um, how much longer she's gonna go? I feel like Beyonce's 
Beyonce definitely is in her prime. I think she's already reached her peak. Um, and I think at this point, she's kind of just releasing music because she can. can. Yeah. Because I feel like all of the singles she's been featured on, they don't. <sighs> that shit. Now that don't, I don't like that. I don't. I don't like the stuff, the features that she's been yeah, doing. That definitely she's just felt hopping like on like throwaway like. That okay, um top off is yeah. now that's trash. The top trash. off song is trash in all of the verses. Everything is just horrible. I hate the like sleazy, like the sneaky snake like <laughs> <laughs> delivery that she was given and I don't like it. <laughs> sneaky snake. Um yeah, no, I, I think I think that shit is trash, but like I will say the quality of our albums have gotten better. You know what I mean? I think that uh the amount of time and work she puts into it is pretty cool and like even her performances it's like you know with Coachella it's like yeah. that for me probably can we get to that yeah let's talk about it because that was great it was it was amazing like I mean and I'm not even a big Beyonce fan like that you guys know that but um I'm not either I gotta give props like that shit was and that was two hours Two hours. How many? That was like having her own fucking. Which yeah. this is normal yeah. at this point. Like every award show, she gets like a, a, a twenty minute medley. Like no one gets to do this shit. But Beyonce is a really good performer. It's like there's a lot of music that she releases that I don't like. But when I yeah. see her perform it live, it makes me kind of like it more. Yeah, that's you know right. what I mean. The entire right. presence of it is. is great. It was. It was the shit. Um, Outfit changes. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. I didn't watch the performance. I saw the um, a few clips, especially the one with her and a. Uh, her sister on stage dancing together and shit. Um, I mean, she looked crazy. <laughs> she was all over the place. Like, girl, relax. I love her. Great point. visuals, though, nonetheless. I mean, in a hundred years, Beyonce is going to be like a saint. Oh right? yeah. She was I was just like, thinking that, like, like a hundred years from now, people are going to think she's a god. A like, god, that's going to yeah. be a religion. Yeah. It's already. There's already like the church of Beyonce. That's, that's a real thing. That's crazy. Yeah, but um, no, she's a, an amazing performer. I mean, definitely, I I would think we can say that she's probably the greatest of our time. Oh, yeah. by far. I mean, you know? that's not even up for debate. I don't think anybody would even say like for our time for sure. Beyonce is, and I don't even know who's second. I don't even know who who would be second. I can't even think of anybody who comes close to what she does on stage. I like mean, the, they're, they're the magnitude, the yeah, consistency. Yeah, you know, yeah. Catch me outside, girl. she's definitely a polarizing figure okay. in, yeah. in the culture, of course. Iconic. <laughs> That's off topic. Um, I still am on the fence, though, in terms of the conversation. If she's better than Michael Jackson and a lot of the internet a lot of conversations that I've had with people um, are arguing that she has now surpassed Michael in what in, in terms what of in ter- um, they didn't say era but they spoke in terms of well from what I've been reading it's been more so in terms of performance they're saying that Beyonce is the greatest and a lot of people have actually tweeted a lot of celebrities talked about it too and they're saying that she's the greatest performer um of all time, alive or dead. Um, How do you guys feel about that? Watching this last performance, like, I give it to her because the outfit changes, the choreography, 
like knowing your your marks, knowing like where you're supposed to be. Like you know that was her the- camera, her cam. You know she um, used her own uh, Parkwood Entertainment to film the uh, wow. her part. That's yeah, it's a lot Smart. different. If you looked at the other people's performances and the cameras and the yeah. angles and shit, it had nothing compared to. What she had, it was her Because of course they're gonna reuse that. Of course, shit you know Beyonce come, likes come to release, you know, right. yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's gonna be part of the like premium tickets for the concert. And of course, shit. like, of course. I can't, I can't say that she's the greatest of all time. Only, only out of the respect that Michael came about since he was a child. So did she? I did she. No, we didn't. She was out. She was present, but like Michael was a star when he was a child. That's true. She was but a star. But they were both with groomed Beth. from. Yeah, no, most a definitely. Really young most age. definitely. They did. Have, they have similar similar um, upbringings though. Yeah. In terms of how they were like shaped to be and like how their fathers were, especially and how instrumental their fathers were in their careers. But um, well, I don't no, know. Was Beyonce getting beat? By her dad. I, you know what? Yeah, right. I mean, obviously. <laughs> but are we really like judging if she's the greatest performer of all time, whether she got beat in her no, childhood? No, no, of course not. Like of in comparison to Michael? Oh, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think that's what Rashad is. I don't think that's no, what you're saying. Like, does the trauma affect <laughs> your ability <laughs> to <laughs> snap and roll? No, but um, I get it though. Beyonce did not, um, I guess, in terms of mainstream and you know, I guess actually at that point selling records, she was I think like fifteen or sixteen when Destiny Child first like you know, but Michael had already been out and established. I mean, like at like nine, ten years old, I believe. Yeah. So true. There's a difference there, but um, I feel like Beyonce is definitely up there with Michael. Yeah, definitely. without a shot of a doubt. I do think a lot of people will automatically say no just because she's a woman. I think it's unfortunate, but I do think a lot of people will say Beyonce is not up there with Michael. She'll never surpass Michael. She- I would I would honestly think that it was the opposite way around. I think more people would probably be in favor of Beyonce. I, I feel like when they come to Mike towards the end, I think he, at least, you know, me being born in 1991 and coming up as a child, right. like visually seeing like the last the end part of his career i feel like he it was kind of tarnished a little bit yeah i can see that but i feel like when he died though i think a lot of that was erased i personally feel like i feel like a lot of people who wasn't rocking with him during the molestation allegations and stuff i feel like when he died you know when people die that kind of like it changes it changes a lot it changes a lot, yeah. and I feel like a lot of nah, people. Not for me. I still because don't listen to that nigga shit. And that nigga did that shit. <laughs> so, we not gonna get to. We not gonna get to that. We not gonna get to that. Whole other uh, conversation. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Yeah. I forgot. Oh well. Um, um. But well, to get to what you were saying about Michael, yeah, he did come from from being like a nine year old in the spotlight, mm-hmm. and he grew into his spot as a solo artist all like he never had a break you know so the kudos do are like kudos to him for like being able to do that because i don't know almost any like kid stars who were able to like transition into adulthood can you think of any and it, what do you mean? Like, like who, who whether they're TV normal? stars. Like, who didn't I'm not go even crazy. talking like about. transitioning, like, still had a successful career. Yeah, transitioning career. into a su- successful career as an adult. How young do you mean? I mean, like, any child star. Like, 
how like Macaulay Culkin was a child star and he like oh so you mean not like not too many make it that's yeah. what I'm saying Hollywood yeah so kind of fucks you up and it turns does into and a not to say that shit. it didn't fuck him up because you know. you know obviously there were some problems there but like as far as from the outside looking in he had a pretty consistent career from childhood into adulthood and I guess those are points that he has over Beyonce maybe Bow Wow can't relate. <laughs> Bow Wow, Bow Wow, Bow Wow, transition. Bow wow legend out here, B. <laughs> so he thinks. So he thinks. Um, but yeah, no, I get, I get your point, and um, I think though that that could be considered a different conversation in terms of success because yeah. I think that's one part. I think we can have a conversation about music. I think that's one part. But if we're strictly talking about performance ability. I think that's a different conversation as well. And um, I read someone saying that until Beyonce makes a grown man cry or faint, then you cannot compare her <laughs> to Michael Jackson. Extra. No, because I think the fandom, like the female fandom for like that is different. There's like this different element to like teenage girls who are like, what is that called? when there's like young girls who are like crazy about this one star they like I feel like dumb (laughs) (laughs) I'm so tired of you (laughs) and that's exactly how I feel about the Nicki shit not to backtrack but like fucking dumb like listeners are dumb oh my god but we're not gonna go there I'm just the Sean's here to drag all your faves Drag them, drag them, drag them to filth, and also quote, get them the fuck out get of them here, the fuck out of here, trash. These niggas out our culture, trash. You know, um, but yeah, no, I mean the conversation I think can go on and on, but I honestly, um, I I personally feel like Beyonce definitely is up there with Michael. I would say she's about neck and neck. Well, I say, do I feel like she surpassed Michael? No, I don't think anybody will ever surpass Michael in his peak era. Like, I mean, it's almost unheard of. I don't even think Beyonce would agree that she has surpassed Michael, or she probably wouldn't even say that she's of she on the level of Michael. Yeah. I don't even think that she has even captivated, um, like, a broader spectrum of, of just our audience. That's she, because, and I agree, because of the type of music that she makes. I think that that's the, the reason why. And the time as well. And I the mean, timing. you're talking about a time where, you know, you heard Mike over the radio when that shit meant something. Right. Where white people were listening to that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, I mean, time always affects the product it always affects of how I'm going to give it to you especially in, in regards to music which you know always has a message a certain thought or idea and especially now current like Beyonce Lemonade and with the whole she's very pro black too a lot of people were turned off fake pro fake pro black fake pro black type shit you know what I'm saying Beyonce wouldn't march with y'all niggas but you know That's another story. She well, she can only take it so far because she's still very mainstream. Yeah. So I kind of give her that, but she is pro black where she didn't necessarily have to be. Like yeah. she could have kept coasting off of you know the hits of two thousand nine or whatever, but she didn't. She she came out with content that was very. From what we see, personal and very, like proactive and and fake activist, but like 
and I and she's a I feminist, kinda, right? Yeah, I kind of respect that. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Can, may I ask though? Do you guys? Um, and I feel like we've talked about this briefly before, but do you guys feel like her sister has influenced a lot of Definitely. her music and Without music choices, and I would say even some fashion choices yeah. and. I feel like Lemonade was like so Solange. It was like so the Solange. Yes. Yes. Answer is yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. But she'll never get the same kind oh, no. of attention though. <laughs> I mean, think about it though. I honestly the only time that we've had a situation happen where there was a, a siblings in the industry, in the music industry specifically, where they were almost almost at one point neck and neck was probably a Janet and Janet Michael. Janet Michael, yeah. But it's like at this point if you are Beyonce's brother or sister, it's like, I wouldn't... I feel like Solange is so anti-Beyonce, or she was, at least at one point, that it kind of worked, although yeah. she'd never sell the amount of records or, you know, get as much recognition. Um, but I feel like at this point now, they're almost correlating in terms of the the music topics the and the style and yeah. it's like i feel like it's kind of making it hard for solange now i see the table you know did well though you know her mm -hmm. last album did well but now this new era of beyonce i feel like it's going to be kind of hard for solange to kind of distinguish herself you know as as a as a different old sister or a different type well but. solange has always dipped into a different like music pot than more like Neo soul ish. She, not even neo soul. She often like covers alternative music, and like a lot of people don't get the reference, or or she'll like use samples from like really like alternative or indie, you know. And she's like put people on from that too. I think her sound is totally different, and I think that like. It's kind of worked in her favor that she's Beyonce's little sister and she doesn't have to compete with Beyonce. She's in a different like arena mm -hmm. because she's branded on her herself on being different. Like she doesn't have to be that kind of star and I think that's what like attracts people to her. Hmm. Maybe so. <laughs> what it's do you think, Rashad? I don't know. That's cool. I mean, I I like her vibe. I like the the realness that her I don't even really listen to much of her music um, except for from off the last album that was I guess a lot of people like See yeah. the Table yeah that one um, I don't know I it's one of those things it's it's kind of like it's kind of like dating a chick and you've been with her for so long but then like her, her sister is a little bit colder than her but it's like <laughs> you already done made your bed in a situation type of thing also you're you know? basically you're comfortable with Beyonce yeah, I'm comfortable with Beyonce, but I, I do feel like Solange is probably the more creative artist. Oh, absolutely. She just doesn't have the machine behind her, but I think that that's I think that's actually good. I feel like a lot of people who get to, like, I mean, not a lot of people get to Beyonce status, period, but people who get into mainstream and they don't have the facilities to sort of do their own thing without having like a record company or a label telling them like no this is the direction you need to go in this is the look that you need to have this is like this is your look now this is your package this is your brand like she has the freedom to do all of that shit mm -hmm. you know without the pressure that Beyonce has so I think it's kind and, of a win for her and like, I think and I think that that's a byproduct of her being the yeah, sister of no Beyonce. absolutely yeah, that's what I'm saying it's kind of but beneficial it, it's not gonna pay off the same 
which is the unfortunate part. But I feel uh, like it kind of doesn't have to. Like you already won. Like yeah, you're Beyonce's little sister, but like you can basically do whatever you want. You don't have to like pay for anything really. Mm-hmm. Like it depends on what Solange wants. I yeah. think that's how it, how we can decide if it's a winner or not. Because if Solange feels like she wants more recognition and she's constantly being overshadowed by Beyonce. You know, then it's not necessarily a win. But then it's like if Solange is like, I'm just going to release music. You know, I'm doing it for fun. It's what I want to do. I'm still enjoying it. You know, I think that's where she is. I think she made her peace with like, I'm never going to be on the same level of. Oh, she understands. Yeah, I think she kind of came to terms with that like a long time ago. And she's like comfortable with herself. At least that's my interpretation, like from her music. Hmm. But that's just me assuming. Maybe she is, you know, secretly like covered in that spot. She has a Beyonce voodoo doll at home. Who knows? She's like sticking pins Waiting every on time Beyonce goes flat. That's horrible. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, but I, I definitely think that the whole the packaging in which we see certain artists go through that stage, that process, I, I definitely. I definitely think that we're in an era where more artists are moving away from that to where, you know, of course we all want to be stars in some degree, shape, or form, but it's like at what cost? You know what I'm saying? I feel like Beyonce is... I feel like that route, that Nicki Beyonce, that megastar, I don't think motherfuckers really want that shit anymore because it's not... It's not a facade. W- not when they see that, like, you can be carefree in yourself yeah. and, and do the shit, too, like Cardi B. Yeah. You know? Now that, like, we're seeing things in real time. What do you mean, of, do, what do you mean like, Cardi B? Like, doing stuff on your, by yourself? Like, I, I kind of feel like she's outspoken. You can tell that she doesn't really, like, you can tell that she is a little more guarded than she was in the past when it comes to things that she says in interviews. But for the most part, she's pretty like open, and she's pretty, she's pretty open with her personality, and like mm-hmm. there's no covering that up. Like whereas you can kind of tell that there's a facade with Beyonce, or not, not even, not so much Rihanna, but Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Like you know, when you get to a certain level of success and you have a certain brand, there's only so much you can do without like falling out of line with that brand and I feel like with with somebody like a Cardi B people are seeing like look she's herself and she's doing it you know and she's broken through all of these barriers in a very short amount of time being herself that shit is cool that shit is cool to watch to, to see that in real time whereas like when we were coming up with Rihanna and with Beyonce we only saw what they put out in music videos and we right. only saw when they did an appearance on Tyra or when they did an appearance here or there you know and now we're seeing things in real time on Instagram live on you know shit Twitter. like that so yeah social media definitely has changed that yeah a lot and I think it's for the good and for the bad sometimes it's almost Most like over over exposure <laughs> yeah it's like you know some celebrities will send that tweet be like fuck let me delete this, but it's already been screenshot. Thousands of people. I don't think that. those are ever accidents. Yeah, I don't. Uh, well, I'll, I'll speak more specifically. I'm, I'm saying, like, in terms of somebody tweeting something out and being like, uh, you know, man, maybe I shouldn't have put that out. You know what I mean? Or, you know, and then decide to, like, take it off their page. But because 
<laughs> everything happens in like two or three seconds, there's already sc- screenshots Screen of that shots, tweet that you decided every to Every blog delete. site has it. Shade room. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's just everywhere. So it's like... There's there's no room for mistakes. I mean, with the internet trolls and shit, I mean, it's like, you kind of have to, like... It's cool that you can, like, I guess be in real time or, you know, express your thoughts or, you know, just be out there in, in terms of um, society and your fans and your followers and whatnot, but I think it's sometimes it's kind of hard to do that as well because... It's like you're being judged so critically about every single thing you do or tweet or post. And it's like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of, I feel like it's actually more difficult for him. I think in terms of the exposure, it's like, yeah, you're out there. Yeah, you can post a link. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can post your new song, your new video, whatever yeah. is out there. But at the same time, it's like, it's kind of difficult for him. But then him. at the same time, you're constantly doing housekeeping on the fucked up shit that you tweeted. and Or the old tweets. You yeah. know how they get people now from right. tweets from like eight years ago and they yeah. pull shit up? I definitely got a lot of shit I need to erase on my joint. Oh my God. It's too late. They got me. <laughs> I don't even know how they search that shit. Like, how do you, you even go back eight years ago on somebody's page who has like a million tweets? It's like, how do you do that shit? That's Too a much lot of dedication. Yeah. I don't know. You know. Dedicated to dirt. <laughs> we appreciate that, Marky. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, alright what else we got um, Starbucks mm. they recently fucked up so is the question gonna be are we banning are we not going to I mean Starbucks I don't drink that shit anyway so it really don't mean it. much to me um, I definitely think that it adds on to a greater conversation of like you know support your own people Cause I mean, let's keep it. Well, let's give the story. Um, two niggas going to a Starbucks. Where were they at? Philly. Philadelphia. Yeah. In Philly, cops called. Oh, cops called. The manager called the police on them for sitting waiting on a friend, and they got them the fuck up out of there on some 1950s shit. Um, you know, it's fucked up. It is what it is. I know that shit wouldn't happen to white people or me, cause I sit in Starbucks quite often and don't buy shit and. I go to Starbucks to use a bathroom a yeah. lot. I don't know. It was interesting situation. But, uh, you know, even more reason why we should spend our money with our own people. True. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not No, nah, At this point, I'm we've not, seen this played out so many yeah. times in different ways. So. It's just sad at this point. Yeah. I don't know. So are you going to go to Starbucks? No. But I wasn't yes, going to either way because I, like, make my own coffee at home. You sound shaky. Yeah, you sound kind of unsure, Marky. I don't buy coffee like that, so. Mm. What if you had a Starbucks gift card? I'm sorry, I'm using All that Black Lives Matter <laughs> shit go out the window, don't it? <laughs> Look, that don't got nothing to do with free coffee. <laughs> All right, well, furthermore, I guess we decided that... <laughs> <laughs> None of us are necessarily boycotting Starbucks, but um, like Rashad said, I do think that this is kind of like an eye opener, or you know, we come to the realization that we do probably need to support our own. I'm sorry, most people. I, I think most people understand that they would use a, a Starbucks hashtag. I love us for real. <sighs> Monique, <laughs> I 
My babies. What did she say? My babies. Loves. My loves. Hello, loves. My babes. I love us for real. Moving right along. Yeah. A lot of low energy today. Yeah. This morning shit is tough. For those that don't know, we get in this bitch at 8 o'clock in the fucking morning. And I'm very caffeinated right now, too. Yeah. I'm not. No, I'm coming off last night's high, so. Same. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Let's tell her. So, let's go into our um, conversation. Um, I'm just referencing, I guess, you know, us being, you know, our 90s kids and all that fun stuff that we used to do back in the day. I think this would be a um, fun conversation to kind of reminisce about, you know, the old shit. Because we're getting old, guys. I don't know if you guys know this, but... Lance, you're like 35? Nah, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Hell fuck no. I'm not 35. <laughs> Nowhere near. Still in my 20s. Um, 20s. But I, yeah, I was I was born in 1990, so, you know, I actually got to live through the 90s. I was fortunate enough to, you know, experience a lot of stuff, you know, up until 1999 and, you know, Y2K and all that good stuff. But um, oh it's God, a big difference. Y2K. It's a big difference now from when we were kids and it's just funny because I hear some of um, some of my cousins or you know just younger people you know talking about you know TV shows or lingo or you know and I'm like who are y'all dances it just made me feel like damn am I getting old because I didn't know what the hell it's like a different language from my perspective if you were born after 95 you were probably retarded you're Maybe retarded. so. The culture yeah, is fucking it's, retarded. It's, it's, it's and totally I, and different. And I hate to come off like the old nigga when I'm only 26 and shit, but the shit that I see motherfuckers doing and the shit that entertains them and is I almost feel like, what world am I fucking from? Because this shit is crazy. I don't know whether it's me being, like, biased or me, like, genuinely feeling this way, but I'm just kind of like... Let the kids, like, do what the young people are doing now. I just want, I don't want to criticize because I don't want to be, I don't want to look at myself like I'm old. You don't want to be labeled as the old motherfucker. They're going to have to get you the fuck up out of here. Yeah. I don't want to say it's, (laughs) it's like, stupid. Is that our time? Are are we considered the old? Um, We're getting there. we're, We're close. We're getting there. We're close. I just feel like we're trailblazers. I just feel like we are... We are the That's ones. That's exactly how our parents felt. Well, they weren't though, <laughs> and I'm gonna explain to you why. I feel like I felt like we're the ones that can be most adaptable to new things yes, that come true. about. Yes. But yet we still there still is like at least for me it's like trying to hold on to certain things that that was. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. Shit is just crazy. I don't. I don't. I find myself always being like grumpy about. Just new shit that's is just dumb. Like I said about, you know, my perspective about hip hop right now is like it's for people with low IQs. And it's just like everything is just I don't know. So how do subpar. you subpar. Um all right, so then let's get more specific. Um the difference between I feel like when we were children, if we're talking about the nineties specifically, I feel like there was an era where, you know, people still watch sitcoms I feel like that's like a thing of the past like you know what I mean like I remember Fresh Prince Family Matters which is crazy because I watched it on Hulu recently mm-hmm. and I'm just like this shit is corny like not I cannot believe no, not like I can still watch Fresh Prince and I can still watch right. Martin and yeah. still like laugh it stood the test of time Family Matters is garbage yeah <laughs> 
Uh, Boy Meets World though is my shit. I watched that too. I used to watch that back in the nineties. Boy I Meets never World. Watched it. You never watched Boy Meets Topanga? Not really. No, I used to watch that shit. Like, that, was, that was that was that was the late night joint. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The Nick at Night shit. Nick after, at Night. But then remember the, the Brady Bunch. Remember shit. originally though that was I think probably in syndication time, right? But it originally came right, on it, Friday nights because Family Matters, Boy Meets World, they would come on. I forget TGIF. I think it was called TGIF. He's come on ABC. Friday, yeah, Friday night. Yeah. And those two He's showing his age. You're really good though. Lance is really good. <laughs> I have good. I have good long term memory. I do, but um. Those those shows were good, but then of course, I mean, when I'm thinking about three or four years old, like, you know, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, that was the shit. Like, that was, I was um, obsessed. One Saturday morning for me. That's the only time I used to watch. Like, oh, you didn't watch it during? Okay, so they used to show reruns in the morning. Yeah. Like when they would do Carmen San Diego and um, this is Bobby's a- World. I remember Bobby's World. I do remember Bobby's. Yeah, World. Bobby's World. Um, was it Gargoyles? Oh, yeah, that never, was one of them. That was, that, I feel like that was a little bit later, though. I don't I remember feel like that, that was around, one of the. Like, I feel like that was in the nineties, though. Was it, that no, it was definitely in the nineties. Oh, late, more so but, late nineties, yeah, more so, so late early nineties. Guys, I'm not one, that old. I don't remember that many early nineties. What's 90s. the one with the monsters <laughs> that like, uh, like one is holding his real eyes? monsters, real monsters, real monsters. Was that was that, that Nick? Yeah, it was Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. That wasn't for kids, was it? There was like some. It was a lot of them like cartoons that wasn't for kids. Rocko's Modern Life. Nigga, Beavis and Butthead used to come on Nickelodeon. Wait a minute. Oh I got God. people. Um, people Wait, are, before uh, or after MTV? Because it, it came on MTV been, first, I mean, right? No, nah, I don't think so. I'm not I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think it was. I'm on live and people are like saying other shows. Yeah. Full House, Step by Step. Yeah, I they remember the real song monsters. for Step by Step. Step by I don't remember Step. That. that was with Suzanne Summers, right? I don't know. If I saw that, The intro, oh they God. were on at Amusement Park. Okay. That was... That was step by step, right? I guess so. I just remember the song. I don't, oh, I don't even know what that was. Fucking my life. That was another ABC show. That was another ABC show. You and remember then, Growing Pains? Yeah, I remember Growing Pains. But Growing Pains love. though was um, Growing Pains was in syndication. On? It was in syndication. I saw it on. I think Nick. It came on Nick. I Growing, think I saw it on Nick. Yeah, it came on Nick. It came on like Nick and Night. But Growing Pains was like big in the eighties. But okay. when we were kids, oh, okay. it was being syndicated. Yeah. So like everything we watched from Growing Pains was all reruns. But I did watch it though. It came on during the daytime, and I only know that because I like had chicken pox, and I was at home watching Growing Pains, and I fell in love with Kirk Cameron. And then his sister was on Full House. And then he DJ. turned super Christian. Both. Both, oh, of, both them. of them are. Yeah. Very, very, very super conservative and Christian. Yeah. Hold on. So before we go forward, let's talk about chicken pox. Because I never had chicken pox. And Did I, you ever get the shot? Fuck if I know. Oh, that means you can still get it. Yeah. Niggas ain't getting chicken pox in 2018. <laughs> 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 that would be really unfortunate if you were, but when chicken pox. I did. I got. know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird ass. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I had chicken pox in um, 95. And I remember, I remember it was torture. Um, it's like '90s shit. Yeah, that that is. I guess that is a thing of the past too. I don't really hear shit about chicken yeah. pox anymore. I'm but they give, That's creepy though. Like well, they give the vaccines, and I don't think they were they weren't doing that when we were children. Okay. But they have like chicken pox vaccines now, and like they don't really, you know, get the shit no but more. But that's creepy when you think about it. Got about, played like, out. 
Yeah, it got played out. They were over they were over the chicken pox. <laughs> but that shit is torture. Let me tell you something. Yeah, it wasn't fun. And more recently, um, I got um I had a ear infection, I would say maybe like eight or nine years ago. And it, it turned into strep throat and they put me on antibiotics and um it was amoxicillin, but I was allergic, didn't know it was the first time I ever took oh. it. And I broke out and it was like chicken pox. I'm like, are you fucking like I was like nineteen 19 or 20 that years just old. That sounds like a whole clusterfuck of a bad time. It was fucking, it was fucking horrible. Like, I broke out in, like, my entire body and, like, it was just itching and shit. I only had asthma problems as a kid. I feel like that was common for I a 90s. Like that's, yeah, that's a 90s a, nigga in Chicago. See, I never had asthma, but that was. Damn, they're dying and shit. Backpacking all type and of inhaler. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a look. It's a look. <laughs> it's a whole vibe. <laughs> Damn, asthma. Yeah. I remember a lot of kids had asthma. A lot of kids had asthma when I was a kid. Yeah. Or, you know, then it would be people who, who would use that shit. Like, let's say we were playing it or like tagging some shit. And, you know, they would get called. They're like, wait, no, I can't breathe. It's <laughs> like, no, nah, get your ass out of here. Get out of here. Pass the fuck out. Using it as a crutch. Like, that shit it was not fair. That shit was not fair at all. Um, what else? What was that game that, that boys used to play on Friday? And it was like, it was, I want to say it was Freaky Friday or something, but they would, like, give the girls a wedgie or they would, like, it was like a grab ass type game where like little boys. I can recall a grab ass. I don't know about no wedgies. I, I don't think here. I ever played that game. I wasn't out here game. giving little girls wedgies. You had a weird childhood. I, uh, no, I can't relate. Was, <laughs> <laughs> and I've never heard of a game called Freaky Friday. Like I didn't know that was a game. I didn't. I don't know what. Well, I went to a Lutheran school. I don't know. Mm. Of course. <laughs> Of the rules were oh, different the there. Things there. We didn't have a real playground though. We had a, a parking lot that we ran around in, and they on gave concrete us, than a motherfucker. Definitely. Yeah, and they gave us some oh, broke yeah, ass we, we jump ropes. We yeah. didn't get it. We didn't get it like a grass and real playground until like early two thousands in my grammar school. Motherfuckers, mm. I had busted up knees. By the time shit. I saw real grass, it was high school, and there was no, there was no recess. <laughs> No, you was just cutting it. He wasn't coming back. It was just like he was going for the day. Motherfuckers had a, uh, it was this big ass concrete lot, and motherfuckers used to like play basketball out of the fucking crate that didn't have a bottom and shit. Like in New York? No, here. This oh. was here. So it sounds like some that New York shit. Like 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 no, but no, nah, that was some Chicago, mm. West Town shit. Yeah. Somebody put on, was going back a little bit on uh, my live. They said, what about Moesha? But that was M that was late. That was that the... was mid late early two thousands. But yeah, I, I did I did enjoy Moesha, although Brandy cannot act for shit. No, she can't. But I did watch that show. Yeah, she wasn't much of a looker either. No, not at all. I always thought she was pretty. Yeah. She had them wide ass eyes. She does have wide eyes. I couldn't eyes. really get with. I think my mom used to say she looked like an ant eater. Sounds about right. My Damn, mom. your mom used to say that. My mom, my mom is ruthless. Oh my god, my mom! If you bring up Brandy, she'd be like the one that killed that lady in that car accident. Funny. She I never forgets uh, shit. I forgot about that. She doesn't that. forget anything. She doesn't forgive anybody either. She doesn't forgive she anybody. Doesn't forgive. <laughs> What's that sign? She is a cancer. Oh yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. My mom's a cancer. What about um? What about music? somebody said jump rope? That's immigrant parent Online. for you. <laughs> jump ropes. Jump little ropes. girls used to jump rope. 
Oh, yeah, that's what I'm double, talking about. The little double, double, or or extension cords, and you like oh, braid okay. them. Oh, okay. I thought go. you was going somewhere else. No. So you talking about? Oh, the, getting your ass beat with this? With, no, yeah. no, I wasn't. Going. I never had that. I never had that happen to me. Once, my OG got me once. Not not extension cords. Coming out the shower and shit. Oh. That shit felt like lightning on my oh, back. Oh my god! What did you? Do you remember Sorry, what you did? Mom, she meant it. Criminator. Do you remember what you did? Probably just talking smart and shit. I was one of them kind of kids. I remember. I had to be like um, twelve, maybe. I just got the oh, belt. Oh, okay, okay. I got the belt. I did get a ironing cord once. It was just close. Just as yeah. bad as extension cord. Nah, I think what I did was um, <laughs> uh, I feel like when we were younger. If tell me if I'm wrong or right, but we would you guys get like graded papers like at the end of the week or like tests or whatever like to to bring home to yeah, show your and never, okay and never bring them home. We never bring them home. Or you it. would be like selective in which ones you would show. Yeah. So like generally, I was a I was a good student. Usually honor roll, but mm-hmm. a lot of times I wouldn't make honor roll because of conduct. Because I would, uh, I, there used to be a box called. Um, it used to say, uh, "Can't needs to exercise self control or can't exercise self control." I think that was an option, and basically it just meant that I was like talking too much. Um, but anyway, I remember I got a stack of graded papers once and I tried to hide the shit and <laughs> I took like the, the bad grades out, but I tried to flush it down the toilet, oh, <laughs> like yeah. trying to hide the shit. And of course it didn't it oh, fuck honey. up the plumbing, the paper. <laughs> it was a mess. I was like eight or nine years old. I, you know, I was just, you know, tr- you know, trying to be sneaky and, you know, get rid of the shit. And needless to say, it didn't you work. You got twice the ass of it. Well, yeah, because it fucked the toilet up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the, the papers didn't do well with flushing, so you can still very much see the grade. <laughs> so, you know, it, it didn't work in my benefit, but I think that's the reason why I got I got the, the ironing cord once. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty brutal. I grabbed the belt before. Like, come on, trying to like swing and like, oh, grab that shit. Yeah, of course. I was, I was a little stronger and shit, trying to pull on that ink on that motherfucking shit. Yeah, never yeah, did that, that again. Yeah, I would say that didn't end your benefit. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm certain. <laughs> now, I don't know if this is if this is right, but they used to whoop kids in class. At, the, at, at my school, school. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They used to have this leather paddle with like holes in it, so it was well, like aerodynamic. And it would be if the whole class was talking, you had to like line up and they would like whoop your hand with it. This was in like fourth grade. Pre BDSM shit. And then, (laughs) and the thing is, the leather paddle, it would hit your hand so hard, it would leave an imprint on your palm with the holes and everything. And then, like, if boys were acting up, they would have to like bend over at the chalkboard and they would take like this big. Um, yardstick and like whip them in the front of the class. No, like no. I know this shit is like old school, but like when I tell people, they're like, "My mom would have had a fucking." Fit. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, because I generally went to well, not generally because I went to public school my entire life. What would you have to? What did you have to do in order to get like? Well, these the little the the they would only do that to like boys. If boys are acting up, it was because they were, like, trying to be tough and, like, toss a, a whole desk over and, like, storm out and, like, mm. talk back and shit. And that was always the move. If, like, a boy was, like, being tough and, like, I don't care, he would flip the desk over and it's like, oh, shit. And they were doing it in front of everybody else. Yeah. What, no, would, I- what would you guys do? We like the rest just, of the kids, like we would just be like looking. Everybody was quiet. 
I would have been the one laughing. I would have been laughing. I always developed a crush on the kid that just flipped the table over like, (laughs) (laughs) he's a bad boy. (laughs) What about after the whooping, though? After that? Nah. Nah. (laughs) Nah. It wasn't the same. Mm -mm. Mm. That's funny. What about, you guys remember, um, did you guys actually, well, we used to use, for those who don't know, who weren't, who are listening, who weren't born during this time, <laughs> there were a such thing called as cassette tapes and even CDs now I feel like aren't even like... I had cassettes. What did I have cassettes of? I remember the first CD I bought, but I don't remember the first cassette I bought. The first, but which was... In terms of music? In terms of music. Okay. I wasn't yeah. in a position no, to I buy when there was cassettes. Yeah, I don't think I bought I think cassette. they were handed down or I was just listening to my parents. Or... Yeah, my parents, when they would have their own, you know, CDs or whatever. But I do, I did have a Walkman. But what was the, was the Walkman? It, it was a point in time where, like, them Sony Walkmans was, like, the shit. That was, like, iPods. Like, like, like that was, like. Yeah, everybody had yeah. the different color joints. Yeah. Shit. I got you know that shit saying? after it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't cool. Everybody using iPods. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I remember. I remember. <laughs> you still holding your CD cases and shit. That was a point in time. I'm on the bus and it's skipping. Cause yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like, Battery the shit. Died oh, my shit. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny because I remember specifically, especially when iPods was like iPods and like then they even had like, you know, MP3, MP3 players. players. But yeah. like before I had either, I still was using a Walkman. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in somebody's car and I was like listening to a, a, a CD and I couldn't even listen to the fucking CD because... <laughs> Every pothole, every time we stopped, the shit would just, like, skip or, like, just stop fucking working. It was just crazy. It was horrible. But you knew, like, the grown-up whose car you were getting into was cool if they had that little CD thing over Oh, their on the visor. Uh, yeah, on the muscle like, oh, CD. <laughs> <laughs> remember when we could... You got that um, Monica... Remember when we used <laughs> Monica. uh, <laughs> when we would burn CDs? Yeah, and use like off of uh, LimeWire. LimeWire, yeah, yeah. LimeWire. That was that was really big. What was the other one? FrostWire or <laughs> HIV for your fucking computer? That's what it was. <laughs> like you, you knew, you knew that straight up, you would eventually you taking a risk. Yeah, you taking a big risk. But it was just so it was so easy to use, and it was like everything it was. was there, and mm. it was so easy to make CDs. And I used to make like CDs for people, like I. Oh, yeah, At one point, I think I was selling yeah, CDs. Selling them like, shit. is a term you <laughs> Give me a list. Use. They would give me a list at school, write it in a notebook, you know, give it the yes, paper, and I would make list. it. Yeah, they Don't tell a nigga you was going to burn some shit and didn't do it. My oh, buddy, that, was, that, that, that was, it was a rap. It was a rap after that. Easy is a, is a term we should use, like, loosely, though, because compared to now, like, you had to be an engineer to do half this shit. Oh, at that Back time, the, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was definitely different. I mean, you definitely had to be a little bit more tech savvy, I think, for like those who really know how to use it. Yeah, MySpace. You think about y'all, all didn't those have, codes? y'all didn't have computer classes in grammar school. I did. My computer classes were privileged. So hmm. if we were acting up in class, if, oh, you didn't nope. get computer. Cl- but what did you guys? Class. Because there were certain- we did Mavis Beacon. Like we mean, didn't everybody do- did Mavis Beacon. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, but not for real though. Like I didn't learn how to type until high school for uh, real. For well, real. we had to like do that shit for um, real. For real. Yeah, we was doing that. Mm. Remember the game with the with the fucking chameleon and shit. The little word letter. Wait, wait, wait. The, uh, remind me. Remind me. Remind me. Is it a frog? 
How did it go? It might have been both. I could have sworn it was, it was a, a chameleon, chameleon frog. A chameleon. <laughs> One of them niggas. I, <laughs> I feel like I I feel like I know what you guys are talking about, but I can't think of the name. And it's like licking the words. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like yeah, once you type one. it, then it like licks yeah. it. Yeah, I know what you're talking Damn. about. I think that's part of Mavis Beacon. That's why I, I was asking that? Junior hmm. about Mavis Beacon. He was like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, <laughs> when you like reference or yeah, refresh his memory, like, still didn't know. Nope, I don't know what that is. <laughs> they didn't do typing either. <laughs> so let's see, what else was popping? Twenty five cent bag of chips. Oh was my it God. There? Yeah, you can get. Four they bags actually for had chips in there. Yeah, definitely. It went all air. Except I, I wasn't one of the kids that ate that shit for breakfast. I was looking at niggas like I was crazy. Yeah, I'm like y'all don't got cheese and all they that. Come to your mom didn't hot. make breakfast for you that this morning. That shit too hot. Oh, your <laughs> <laughs> they were walk, they were walking to the into the playground with. And I mean, this Red is a little bit a little bit older. Yeah, yeah, I mean like six, seven grade. No, I want to play tag with you. Ground beef, with cheese. Foul. Fat Fat Farm, Baby Fat Jackets. Oh my God! Yeah. The girls wrap um, fruit roll up around their fingers and like and suck on it. Mm, not that in my school. That was just my school. Mm. They did what? You used to <laughs> take the fruit roll up, the fruit roll up. I know. I mean, I know what you're saying, but like, just I'm, wrap the whole roll mm. around your thumb and then just suck on it, so you don't have to like chew on. That's just a okay. Nah. Somebody from my live you, you said, get suspended um, for. They asked, do you guys remember uh, the big ass floppy disk? Yeah, you had to use in the computer the floppy disk. Before there was USBs, there was the, yeah, the floppy. So my best friend in high school was the Damn, finesse queen. I forgot all about yeah, the floppy drums. Yeah. And she, we were in AP English together, and she like turned in this floppy disk instead of like a printed out paper, and was like, and it was empty. And she was like, oh, my God, like, I don't know what happened to it. To she get was obviously ex- lying, yeah, right? She was, like, lying <laughs> and finessed another day to, like, do her homework. And he fell for it. What class was it? It was AP English. <sighs> Shout out to them. Mr. Bullheis. Mr. who? Bullheis. Bullheis. <laughs> I had, um, were you guys ever, like, scared of one of your teachers? Was there ever, like, a teacher that, like... I had this one crazy ass fucking teacher named Miss Bush. She was like uh, this tall. She was probably like six feet. Bitch had a long ass. Oh, oh, you know what? I did. I did. Uh, Her name was Miss Terry, and she was like, (laughs) she to me is Miss Terry too. But that was a little bit later. She was kind of fat though. She was. Um, She was. Damn, I shouldn't have said that. But my my Miss Terry, she was. She was. She was big and tall, and she was mean. There was another. There was another teacher who I never had. But you know how you would hear rumors or like the upperclassmen, like. I mean, I had to be like third, fourth grade, but there was another teacher name. Don't give me this bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I hope I don't get her. Her name was Miss Harris, which is ironic. That's my last name. Miss Bush was the kind of motherfucker that would. She would throw your desk. If you oh, were shit. talking, like, literally, I can't even play that game in here, but, like, literally shake your shit and toss your shit. Oh, fuck Like, no. broken, she is broke, desk, you not paying attention, this motherfucker oh, no. How, Wait, what grade is this? Throw your fucking oh, notebook. She's like fifth grade, bro. Like, tra- <laughs> <You're> fucking bully. <laughs> like, traumatizing shit yeah, type of shit. You got shaking the shit. I was scared of Miss Smith in fourth grade until I was in her class and she loved me like 
she loved me even though I like didn't participate. <laughs> I talked way too much and like I didn't bring my uniform for gym half the time. And she would just be like, let me see where I'm gonna put my girl. And I'm like, I don't know why you like me, but I'm down with it. But she was so scary. Like every grade before, like was like, hey, don't piss her off. Like she's like, she's- That's she the rough. teacher that yeah. you were scared of. Yeah. It was just like rumors. It was just like grade school rumors. You just hear shit about like, I had a um, the, the counselor, <laughs> I, the counselor I was scared of in grammar school. And I heard that she had stapled. The, the rumor was, the rumor was that she stapled somebody's hand to the desk. Like that was, oh that, was the, that was the rumor. That was like, That's some and you did not want to, <laughs> you did not want to fuck with her. I can't even remember her name, but she was big too, like Miss Terry. She was big. And and then, and then it was a rumor that her and Miss Terry got into a fight. <laughs> her, Miss Terry, her and Miss Terry got into a fight one year. It was really bad. Like, this is just crazy because it's like, thinking back, it's like, obviously we know this shit didn't happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like, when you're like in third and fourth grade, it's like, I mean, it seems like real life. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was crazy. Miss Terry, I had her in first grade. Okay. I had her as a teacher. Why? So when we, um, when we went to fifth grade, I was at the same school. I stayed at the same school from kindergarten to sixth grade. We started changing classes. I forgot what they called it at that point, but we would start changing classes like they do in some like middle okay. schools and then high school. Like so, a different class had a teacher taught a different stuff. Yeah, we had like a yeah. homeroom yeah, kind right, of. And, okay. Why did they move Miss Terry to fifth? When I was in fifth grade, <laughs> she jumped from the first grade, and then she was fifth grade, then she was Damn. fifth grade. All over again. Yeah, she was fifth grade English, and I had her again, but I wasn't in her homeroom. Was though. she just as scary? Well. Yeah, but now she had a cane because something was wrong with her Sorry, leg. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> she, she was falling. She was falling apart at this point. So she wasn't as intimidating as she was. And by this time, you know, we're like 10, 11 years old apart. versus like five or six. So you know, it was a difference. But yeah, I just thought that was so crazy. I'm like, damn, I got this Speaking bitch. Speaking of here. falling apart, I don't remember this bitch name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious to see what you about to say. This white, uh, damn, it's gonna come to me later. But she was, um, she was one of the the six six and seventh grade teachers i'm not mistaken um blonde white lady whatever real cool but (laughs) she was a diabetic right (laughs) (laughs) and she used to shoot insulin in class in front of the kids like like that has to be like we're like literally like like take a moment out her day and (laughs) shoot shoot this fucking needle (laughs) in her shit. That has to be like... Does she have... She can't... First of all... Wait a minute. Wait. Pause. 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 Does she have a rubber band around her arm? That's ethically wrong. You cannot shoot needles in front of kids. (laughs) Like, what type of shit? I swear to God. I feel like this is basic. (laughs) Yo. No, no. What grade was this? This was... What's great that, that like, we knew that this was happening to my earliest memory, like, fifth grade, fifth, sixth grade. And, like, she... <laughs> this was before... I'm, this... like, triggered. Like, I feel like that should have never happened, especially in front of you guys. This was before, I guess, like, insurance bumped up and gave it a little machine that they attached oh to God. your shit. But this bitch was in class shooting up insulin, dog. And, and one time, the bitch passed, like, passed out. <laughs> In fucking class, <laughs> and I just remember like the joke, the running joke was like this bitch shooting up drugs. And shit. <laughs> fucking yeah, overdose in front of hilarious, a bunch of what was her name again? Writers? Um, do you remember? I don't remember. Some, I'm somebody's gonna bring it to my attention. That's I don't remember. Shit. 
I don't even know we should even be putting their names. Do you guys remember? Like, this is like, <laughs> <laughs> this is still related, but I guess a little bit more serious, I guess. But do you guys remember um, when September 11th happened? Do you guys remember that yeah, day? I remember, I remember being in class and shit. I, um, my father lived in New York and I didn't like him at the time. And I won't continue with okay. those. Okay, thoughts. yeah, let's not, let's my not. My school let's didn't not. specify that this was in New York. <laughs> they had me thinking that this was in downtown Chicago. So I'm like, my aunt works down there. Like he was scared as shit. I was scared as shit. Well, I re- I remember I remember this morning clearly. I remember you know getting ready for school. Um, I went to my mom's room to I don't know do something. I don't know. You know she was in there. She was watching like Good Morning America or something. And one at that the, point, morning black women show. Yeah, one of the morning black yeah. women shows when they get ready for work. And Back she when they had Tamara Hall. On yeah, the- right, yeah, right, 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 right. And um, I think at that point they had hit one of the Twin Towers. They had hit the Twin Towers, but not the Pentagon yet, I think. I think because that's how it went. And um, I was just like, I don't know. It wasn't serious to me. I didn't, I mean, I was like 10 years old, so it wasn't. You didn't really know how to I didn't really know, but I knew that it was something serious. A a terrorist attack. Yeah, it was like serious, but not relevant, if that makes sense. So then I went to school or whatever, and um, everybody at school was talking, like the kids in the playground before, you know, we went to class and lined up and like started going inside of the building or whatever. Like in the playground, we was talking about it kind of like, did you guys see the plane going to? Still nothing too serious. Right. And then I remember being in school and I remember them bringing, because, <laughs> you know, they used to like roll the TVs in. Did you guys have that yes. too? Like on the, like, the, on the black, big ass black car <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that. They ro- rolled the TV in and like every class. <laughs> it was class... always the kid that went to go get it. Right. Yeah, you know right, saying? right. The yeah. Nigga, and they wanted hell. to. They yeah, wanted to get it. Like, they felt Let me important. go get it. <laughs> they felt really important. Anyway, we watched it in Sometimes class. Sometimes two. Of... <laughs> right, point, they'll roll the other side. I think it like started, it finally started to like, I guess, hit us. And then someone had said something and one of the teachers was just like oh they hit the the Pentagon they must be on their way to Chicago I remember them saying that and I think that's when everybody like the kids was just like oh shit in front of a room of children I don't know why they did that shit but I remember that day very very clearly and I'm like I was scared that they were coming to Chicago like I felt like the Sears Tower was next today you might die (laughs) it's like just a heads up (laughs) don't freak out too much just a heads up but no yeah that that was crazy. Um, that was crazy. Because I, this was my, that was my first day back to school. Like, I had yeah, missed a right. week of school from, like, when school first started back in fall. And so that was my first day back to, I want, was it third grade? No. No, you were you in, fi- you were in fifth grade because I was in sixth grade. Was I in fifth grade? Okay. Unless there's something you want to tell us. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it could have been fifth grade. It's all one, like, long. Yeah. 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 That whole school is just yeah. one blob of memory. How was how was lunch? Do you guys remember lunch at school? Oh how was lunch? lunch was trash, bro. It I was. mean, the worst. Did you guys get the rectangle food. pizza? Stank. Yes. Yeah. The stale-ass fucking pizza. That. everybody. Because at that time, I wasn't, I, I uh, you know, I, I barely eat cheese. And at that time, I was not eating, like, school pizza. That shit was like. So you knew back then that she didn't agree with you? Yeah. I, I didn't know. Definitely. I would fuck myself Damn. up. And I, so, I, at my school, it was the, the fucking chicken nuggets. Yeah. The little um, peanut butter jelly little joints. Oh, and the silver, and the silver, silver. 
<laughs> them shits. They were good when they were cold. Yeah, they were good when they were cold. Definitely. They were good when they were cold. Uh, there was some other shit. I just knew like chicken nuggets. It used to be like, like this like shit. chicken, this fake chicken sandwich. It was not chicken. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not convinced. They were, I'm convinced they were But it was chicken like sandwiches. On I used they to were. bring my lunch. Like, yeah, with, you're one of those kids. <laughs> I did. Um, whatever. Man. Do you remember, did you have a lunchbox and stuff? Yeah, or? I had a Privilege. Lisa Frank Lisa lunchbox. Frank, wow. And the bottom had like where my sandwich went and then the top is where like the juice and like do you see her it. hand gestures yeah like, 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 like I'm like neatly, neatly packing it very meticulous <laughs> I can yeah, tell yeah no it was like a really pretty lunchbox I don't I just I don't even remember what the lunches looked like but it wasn't good we didn't have like a <laughs> functional cafeteria this was the brokest down like Lutheran school you can think of right now because you think private school is like no it was like they didn't have a lot of shit wow so they I think they like had this like outsourced like catering company bring like those like you know how like those meal on wheel <laughs> Oh, like Ooh, those choky sandwiches? Yeah, so that's like what they were feeding the kids. And they just had this, I just remember, they had this cooler of um, chocolate milk that like always, always had, you could guarantee you're going to spot like a roach around that oh, somewhere. That's so I was traumatic. Like, I am not eating lunch here. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't really relate to that, but we did usually only have white or chocolate milk to drink. Every once in a while, they'd have like the little apple juice, right? I Nothing where you peel. They had the I used apple to get juice. Them or, away. Yeah, that, that's what. And I would generally get the chocolate. I didn't. The white milk never tasted right to me. I don't know. That shit was. Just, and it was in a carton. And then I did. Tasted I did used to drink the chocolate milks, even even with the knowledge that I had. But we would always joke around like, you're going to get the one with roach eggs in it. Like, oh my God. it was fucked up. We were fucked up. Kids. There was this one kid named, uh, named Eddie. Little, little Mexican kid. Like, super, he was the shortest motherfucker. Real slim. And this little nigga was like, <laughs> he was like the, the equivalent to like what a, a fucking fiend was when it came to lunch. And when this nigga would buy your fucking lunch. Like, the little nigga would eat every fucking thing. Oh, you got chicken nuggets? Let me get a dollar for them shits. Or, you know, you, you want that milk or juice? That nigga would take that shit. We like, get, like, a random fruit, too. Yeah, like, the whole nine. Like, like nigga would pay for that shit. That's how, that's, wow. that shit was hilarious as a kid. When I was shit, we, school, we were buying that shit from the lunch ladies. They would, like, take, take oh, our like dollars extra. for extra fucking food and shit. Oh, we didn't have that going on. Yeah. Uh, had all kind of deal our lunch ladies had a black market <laughs> <laughs> right. our lunch ladies was mean like they were mean as hell yeah like take one pass it down take one you know what I'm saying or like they would just be like you know just add it like attitude and I, I remember what, what all of them looked like too it's so crazy but it's like they would literally just be mean as fuck to us for no reason and like there was no discussion there was no like it was like keep it moving like keep it moving like you know what I'm saying You're not special I mean thinking thinking back on it now as an adult I'd probably be the same yeah. way little dirty ass little kid <laughs> maybe so maybe so but it's like you know <laughs> when I would go in with my class, we didn't we didn't do nothing. We just trying to get lunch. I don't right. know what um what the class before us did or what the lunch period was before. Oh, did us, you ever have so... like silent lunch? Yes, be... you couldn't talk and yeah. shit. Yeah, oh I my, <laughs> we were still talking anyway. I remember right. I remember yeah. when my school had our like first food fight. 
I never, like, I never experienced like that. Like the we first had them, one. We had them in high school. We didn't have them in grammar school. Oh, high school is a whole different ordeal. Food fights became a lunchroom brawls in high school. That's a whole. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Thing and shit. Niggas get smacked with fruit cups and shit. Um, no, we definitely had silent lunches. Um. But I was always the kid who would start laughing or say something to kind of break the silence. Of course, I would, you know, get in trouble. And then they would do some stuff like at lunch. If you were like in trouble, like they would sit you at a table by yourself. You know what I mean? Isolated to the motherfucker. But then, but then they put all the, but then they put all the isolated kids together at the same table. It's like (sighs) that table's lit. Turn to the Migos in that motherfucker. That's That's what that's what it was. (laughs) You ever do a thing where like if if you're if there's like a test or something? Like I used to like. Like sniff real hard to like see. Get somebody's attention. Who, no, uh. just to like see how long it's gonna go, and like it would go on for like at like least five minutes. Oh, to like, start. Yeah. Now somebody else feels comfortable to cough. Now oh yes, else yes, sniffs. definitely. Now, <laughs> you just sitting there. I gotta fucking gotta sneeze, waiting on the next motherfucker to right. do that shit first. You know what else I used to do that was. <laughs> It was. I guess it could be considered cruel, but I used to <laughs> laugh at people when they would be reading. You know how they would be like read Bro. to the class, but oh, everybody, no. everybody couldn't read right. Yeah, my ass used to be <laughs> counting paragraphs, and like, I would be like crying, like your crying finger on the shit, lose, <laughs> lose track. Oh, that, that was so. That was so no, bad. Was that was so bad. What, what was funny was that like me, I was I was a stuttering kid. So like uh, I could I could read I could read class. but I'd be nervous to to do to it in front of everybody loud, yeah right but I can still get through it but then there was the other motherfucker and it's usually like the bully kid oh you know, yeah of course that's kid what it is that yep read like fucking choppy as hell and shit it's, then it's like no nigga you, you you're really dumb aren't you <laughs> <laughs> you're not credible like you're not even in class bully no more because you couldn't no, even read this simple paragraph honestly some of them niggas was good at math which was like the weird dynamic the kids that were like great at math were terrible fucking readers no nah, mine was good at basketball well that's <laughs> <laughs> that's a cultural thing but I used to be prepared <laughs> wait a minute I, I, I would have to like count how many kids are in front of me and count how many paragraphs until it was mine. I'll say you're prepared. I have to be rehearsing like, right, I'm going to get this shit. <laughs> I ain't going to stumble on phenomenal like the rest of y'all motherfuckers. What about... I was oh, definitely a, a, um, a spelling spelling bee kind of kid though. Like, I always. did spelling oh, bees, yeah. but I would always fuck up because I would get nervous. Yeah. And I like... You like ever need to like write it? Like I would have to like write it in my head and I would like... Just one would go wrong. That was an ADHD that we didn't know yeah, about. Yeah, is that That's a what thing? That was. That's what it was. That absolutely was because your mind is, is you're you got a million and one things going through your head at one time, and you start to get nervous, and you're starting to you know what I'm saying? Like it's yes. just a lot going on, yeah, and then exactly. you forget what you're doing, and yeah, because it's, it's not lot. like I didn't know how to spell. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could spell if I was writing. Yeah. But the second like I'm in front of all these people and um yeah. Damn, Mikey. What could have been the, um, if someone would have diagnosed me? We used to, I remember when we did, first of all, do you guys know cursive isn't even a thing anymore? Like, they don't even teach cursive. No, I know. Definitely. Okay, so I was taught cursive in third grade, and also we were, we started doing multiplication in third grade, and I remember, I used to love this shit, at the beginning of class, we would get those multiplication sheets, 
with all the problems. It probably was about, I uh, I don't know, maybe 40, 40 yeah. multiplication. And we would get timed to see, you know, to do our multiplication, to get the answer, see who got the most right in that time period. But that shit used to be, like, exciting as fuck. Like, we would... And maybe it was just me, but I feel like that I used to like come to school ready to ready do multiplication. It. Yeah, I felt like third grade was so like pivotal. I felt like it was so important because it was like I got cursive and I got multiplication now. So I just felt like <laughs> I was like a you big kid. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah. I Things felt are important. Getting intense. Yeah. Chip on your show. Yeah. Shit. And then we took you guys took the the Iowa and the ISAT yeah. uh-huh. test. I I used to, so, like, the format was always, like, they teach you the lesson, and then the very next page is, like, the homework, and it's either, like, evens or odds, or it's, like, the whole, like, the top half or whatever. My ass would do all of it. Like, I would, like, get it, like, the first 10 minutes of the lesson, and I'd be like, all right. So I started the homework. So then by the time that they assign the homework, like, okay, you guys work on it, and then whatever you don't finish, you take home, my ass would be turning it in. And everybody like, whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Or remember when, like, the (laughs) answers, like, like the even or the I answers were in the back of the book? Yeah, yeah. So, like, as a class, we would all, and I don't, I don't know if teachers knew that they were there or not, but they knew. They, they knew. knew. Okay. Some of the I teachers mean, some, I mean, like sometimes we all, right exactly. But I know there was a point where it's like, hey, do all of this, and like we already got thirty answers and shit. But as as a collective, that one smart kid that got all the real answers is passing them shit right, out to right. the class and shit. No, it was some cheating motherfuckers and shit. No, I wanted to show out how smart I was, so yeah. I was turning my shit in instead of profiting off of it. I never really understood how fucked up CPS was until I went to high school in another state. Like, going to high school in New York and then coming back, that shit was fucking crazy, nigga. This shit is like the jungle in this motherfucker. It's a lot different, I'm sure. God damn. I didn't realize how fucked up my school was, but my fifth grade teacher was also the computer teacher. Mm -hmm. So whenever she had to teach her lessons, our principal would substitute for her. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he oh, didn't have enough shit to teachers. do. Our <laughs> principal, what's up, was the permanent substitute teacher for that class, yeah. and he used to smoke so much that when he was handing out um, his, like papers back, he would have like a greenish brown thumbprint on everybody's paper uh. because he's like licking the tobacco on his finger, like saliva, tobacco, tar, all kind of oh, shit. Oh, so nasty! Second hand in a motherfucker. So nasty. <laughs> Did you guys have um, any uh, game consoles? Game consoles? Hell yeah. yeah! I had all the fucking games as a kid. What was the what was, what was the first one you had? Uh, first Super Nintendo. Mine was Sega Genesis. The only game I ever owned was Game Boy. And I had the, like, little purple clear My cousin had that one. I had that one, too. I had had all the Pokemon games. I had Tommy Hilfiger. I had the yellow Tommy Hilfiger a Game Boy, but I had Pokemon Pokemon Blue, Pokemon (laughs) Yellow. Yellow, Red. I don't think I had Blue. That shit was so fun. And then, um, but Sega Genesis was the first one that I had. And I remember, I mean, I had Nintendo 64. I think I had a GameCube. I did have a GameCube. I had a GameCube for a short period of time. Did you have a Wii? My little brother um, had a Wii. That's like, you know, that that's was like, like the next yeah, generation. Right? Yeah. That shit was fun, though. It Motherfuckers was. used to be playing like it Doesn't the, that exist uh, anymore? 
Weez not. Weez not. I don't think they I still make games like, for um, that shit yeah. though. That shit was, was, that like, shit was cool yeah, though like with the that. um the uh the sports games and shit like the the basketball. It wasn't with the Wii the Fit, but like the right. yeah that yeah. shit with the hmm. the baseball. They had like the bowling, the tennis and shit. Me and my little brother used to play that shit. I remember when I we feel were, like we um, skipped a lot of childhood shit though. I feel like we we're like jumping to like. Oh, we're going to... Um, we're, like, dipping in We're dipping in. Okay, it's all good. Well, my Sega Genesis, I got that when I was four. I was very yeah. much a kid. I don't remember how old I was. I was four. Yeah, I, I had, just I had, know um, that Super Mario 64 was a shit. See, I didn't I didn't have a Nintendo at that point. I didn't have that until, like, early 2000s. That was the, the, um, the Nintendo 64. So, when I got a Sega Genesis, the first game I had was a Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Of course. 2. Because it came with it, right? It came with yeah. it. Yeah. And then I remember playing Mortal Kombat too, <laughs> and that was, that was the shit. I used to play with my father, and then my little sister. You know, she's like four years younger than me, so was she, she in the games? Um, not at that point, but let me tell you what she was into. She was into spinning inside of my cartridges. She was into blowing into, you know, like how the game console, you have the opening where you put the cartridges. You know, because she was younger. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if I'm, like, six years old, she was, like, two or, you know, three at one point. Uh, so, it was just, like, so she, she was, like, not at that, not at that time. Like Rap the chords. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, no, she was she was a kid. You, you know what I mean? Violate her ass every time. <laughs> she was, she was, and she would just, you know, tear, tear my shit up and rap the, she would play Something with like, the chords. Something like, that's foul. Yeah, it was, it was pretty foul yeah we got into a lot of fights about that but i remember um i remember being stuck though playing a game like i would like sit there for hours, hours yeah definitely. and just be like i had no business doing that i never had those i just like barbies brats that was that was my jam yeah, see, it was different. I think yeah. it's different for girls, it really, anyway. Forever. And then I had, like, those little bead <laughs> kits and, like, you the know. The bead kits? Yeah, all of those, like. I kind of, I, I remember. Make friendship bracelets. Yeah. Like, dye your hair, like, shit like that. I had that. Did kind. you have those extensions? I feel like there used to be a I thing had, where you buy I a pack and you can add, like, some shit hair. So I would use their accessories uh, and, like, put it on my hair. Hmm. I know a lot of that stuff because my sister, you know, after she reached a certain age, yeah. was, you know, getting that type of shit. And, like, the Barbies when their hair would change colors. And mm-hmm. I think she even had a Moesha. A Moesha. Uh, Brandy had a Barbie. Yeah, she did. She was, like, the first, like, black, like, Barbie, right? Or, or yeah, like, I think Yeah, I, I think she was the first, yeah. No. Shame. Um <laughs> Remember in in school, like in grammar school, right. there was always one little dirty little nigga that had like ringworm in his fucking head. <laughs> um, not ring. Uh, yeah, his name was Nicholas at my school. <laughs> his name was Anton at my school, and he was musty. Uh, First of all, okay, now let me just say this: your parents don't love you, don't they? I. And I know I was late. I didn't have to start wearing deodorant until high school because I just didn't perspire and I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, I just didn't, right? But there are certain kids who started wearing, you know, deodorant in grammar school, which is cool, but some should have been wearing it and weren't yeah. wearing yeah. it. So Nicholas not only had wingworm, he would always be musty as hell. Yeah, no. Anton used to be musty. <laughs> he used to smell like doo-doo. And he was always ashy. Uh, these people going to come for y'all. They really are. They going to find this thing. Oh, okay. But, like, now that I'm older, I'm like, those are real problems. They it's real problems, but guess what? The, the parents 
first of all, I can't oh, understand how the parents were that neglectful where they couldn't notice that their child had. First of all, wingworm should have been treated. Like he had wingworm. Can somebody for like three years? What does that look here? like? Yeah, like you're like, not supposed to be know, in school. It's, it's like oh my god! It's like a I just remember Anthony. <laughs> wait, what did he? <laughs> One time, this pigeon like took a shit on his head, and <laughs> it was so sad. <laughs> it was so sad because he was already a kid that like smelled funny and like everybody made fun of and then he had a bird that's horrible luck that reminds me of that that book that um i read in second grade it was like the horrible the misfortunate horrible something very bad day you remember yeah, that remember yeah. that and it was like different My ones no good very bad day and it would and like each that. one the title would be longer because it would get worse and worse yeah, but yeah. that reminds me of like no his whole upbringing was was that <sighs> he probably somebody have you talked um, to anton man crush monday now I know from get to sheep. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, but a ringworm looks like an ashy crop circle that was probably somewhere on your head or yeah. Body. It, it literally was like a, a ring. Rarely, I saw it on people. It was mostly bodies, on, on motherfuckers' domes and shit. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. And you have a fresh haircut and like wingworm. It's like, dude, like. Can you cover that up with hair or? <laughs> What do you mean? He had like a bald fade. Like, what was he gonna? <laughs> no, like... I'm saying like, if he grew it out, would you not be able to? see No, it I don't think the hair will grow feel, properly. I feel like it was it was like the black equivalent to like lice. Kids that had lice. I think so too. What? How do you get ringworm? Is that what it is? Just... You, I know you can get it. I know it's um it's um. What's the what's the contagious? No, I don't want it's it. Contagious. It's, you can. it's like bacteria. No, it's, it's one it's one of them things that like new don't kids don't get no available more. Available in stores. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys treat when you guys would get um? Okay, so like for me, generally, I pretty much stay at the same schools like my entire life. Like my my original grammar school, period, it went from um, kindergarten to sixth grade, and then the school down the street, Dixon Elementary went from kindergarten to eighth grade, but most of the kids transferred there once they finished with period. Mm -hmm. And in high school, I was at the same high school for all four years. So I was never the new kid, okay. but there was, I remember, especially when, because at the end of the year, when we would get our last report cards, we got to like kind of preview our new teachers. Did you guys do yeah, that too? Yeah, definitely. So we would go to the new class and we'd be split up because it was like, for me, it was like three, it was three different classes. So like in fourth grade, I remember it was three different fourth grade classes. So when we got our report cards in the fourth grade year, they tell us on the report card who's our new teacher for the next year. Mm. And like the last 10, 15 minutes, because it was a half day, the last 10, 15 minutes, we will go to our new teacher or whatever. And we see our new classmates. So, you know, the people who are already there, it's kind of like established. Like, you know, we know each other, even though we right. weren't the same. Be in class with squad. It's over. But this is the thing, right? <laughs> Think about when the first day of school, though, when the new kids would just pop up. And it's like, I felt like the kids naturally were kind of territorial mm -hmm. because it was someone new. Looking back, it's like fucked up kind of. Oh, little like, kids is judgy as fuck. Dude. They are. When that new, when that new kid, boy or girl come in, it's either like you instantly judging off what they wearing. Absolutely. If it's a girl, what they look like, their name, their names, of course. I had a girl. Her name was Essence Thigpen. That was her last name, Thigpen. <sighs> and I remember a lot of people didn't like her because she would have been done. They didn't like her. Yeah. They didn't like her because of her her last name. Her mama set her up. Yeah, they set her for failure. I remember when it was my first day of, um, I want to say it was sixth grade. Yeah, it was sixth grade. The first day, these girls were like. Are you gonna sit with them or are you gonna sit with us? We don't sit with the preppies. And it was just like, 
That's some mean girls. Yeah, actually. it was. It was totally mean girls. And I was like, well, then I don't, so, don't sit with so the preppies either. So if they don't sit with the preppies, then what were y'all? Hmm? Like, what was your... The, like, there was no name. It was just like, we're cute. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah. this is crazy this is bringing back so many memories and it's 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 crazy though because honestly right kids are mean as fuck okay oh terrible and Fucking i feel terrible. like a lot of the shit that we like still deal with now in terms of like self-esteem a lot of that shit stems from stuff that yeah. was told and I'm not even talking about high like high school, and I was pretty popular in high school. So high school, I didn't really deal with that. A lot of people, a lot of people deal with that in high school, like ridicule and tease and shit. But like for me, I feel like it was more so grammar school, like first grade. Well, that's because everybody's brutally honest. Everyone or just fucking mean, yeah. like brutally honest or just and mean. Don't give a shit. Yeah. And it was always that thing where that person has something that they could be teased about. Yeah. But they deflect immediately and start talking about somebody right. else so the attention would never be on them. It's so fucked up, though. It is. And hopefully, like, we're doing a better job of, like, making sure that doesn't happen. In the I don't next. think so. I don't want to see that. No, I don't think so. For my I, kids. I, I don't particular. think so. Especially when you have, I think that it's kind of hard. And I don't, it's not their fault, but I think that if you have a child, you know what I mean, and you're, like, 14, 15 years old, I think naturally you... I don't know if you can protect them the same way. No, you can't. Or there are certain things no, that you haven't there's even experienced. So much access. Yeah. To things that we didn't have. Yeah, know? yeah, right. You're kind of at the mercy of what your 15, 16 year old is willing to share with you at that point because that you are purposefully, like, they're purposely putting some distance between you and them. So. Yeah. You're you're kind of just like waiting for. A bite, like you're just waiting for them to throw you a rope. Hmm. But I don't know. Ami's kind of a bully, so already. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Elijah's gonna be, but I'm gonna make sure I, I send them off right. Yeah. yeah. Just prepare, prepare them. Definitely. I'm just trying to teach them. him now, like, hey, this hurts. This hurts when you do that. Like, mm-hmm. stop, stop hitting mommy with that. What's he use like out. a brush or something? Yeah, he's just, like, really playful, and he's playful <laughs> to the point where he's just, like, like he wants a laugh for himself, and he wants to make <laughs> you laugh, and he doesn't, like, really know the line yet mm. of, like, hey, that shit hurts. Cut it out. No, they don't. But he's a funny Not little. at that age, at least. They wouldn't know. He's, like, now his thing is, like, he is inviting me to do stuff, so he'll just grab my arm, and he'll be like, go, 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 go. And he's, like, grabbing my arm, like, pushing me to, like, follow him. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I was um, washing dishes, watching the Beyonce Beachella. And he was grabbing my leg because I was washing dishes. He was grabbing my leg to come dance with him because he was feeling it. What song was playing? Um, <laughs> Something that probably wasn't age appropriate for him. But. You're drunk in love. Yeah. Um... What was I going to say? I was going to bring up something else that I just thought about. Skip my mind. Never mind. Disregard. Yeah. But yeah, those were the times. Um, it's, 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 it's even interesting just thinking back of just... Because as a child, I mean, there's just a lot of things that you're just not aware of. And it's 
it's interesting thinking about just like the humble, innocent mind of a kid going through life and there's a whole bunch of shit happening in your yeah. world and you're not even aware. But then it's like there's a, a time period where it's just like it's here now. It's like yeah. you know what I'm saying? I think back as an adult and like trying to figure out shit that was happening in, like in my childhood yeah. and, and realizing like oh damn like I didn't even understand that there were layers to this. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even understand that. Oh yeah. yeah. Like that Same. moment when you realize that like and I want this to be, like, another episode, but, like, when you realize that the adults in your life that are, like, playing this one role, like, this one-dimensional role in your life are, like, three-dimensional people and they've got their mm-hmm. own shit going on, mm-hmm. and you realize you're one of them now, like... Yeah. Do you ever think about even, like, when you reach the age that your parents was when they, like, had you? Now. And it's, like, you know, it's just kind of crazy. It's, like... Well, I passed that age a long time ago. Well, okay. <laughs> and me was a couple years ago, you know what I mean? But it's like, I guess I just think about it like, you know, when you're a kid, you just think of them as like, first of all, super you don't. Superheroes. Superheroes, you really don't expect them to, what they're doing is, especially at, at a certain age, you think everything is right. Like, this is how it goes. These are grown up you people. You just assume like, that they know what they're doing. They're like still learning and yeah. trialing yeah, and airing shit themselves. Mm-hmm. And I guess I really came to understand that once I kind of hit, because I think my mom had me like 23. So like I really got to understand more of like what was going on or how they didn't have everything figured out. You know what I mean? It's like, even for me at 23, I didn't have everything figured out. It's like, even now I still don't, but- They made that shit look good. They made it, yeah. There was something about like 90s parenting that I don't think that even like, like even us being in the you know the the 2010s era, like you know, I just became a father this past September. You know, your your kid is almost what, almost two. two? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I think all the time it's just about like, what do I want to teach him? The things I want to show mm-hmm. him, you know. And then in in retrospect into like the current times that we in and just how different shit was like I'm I'm using a model based upon my own childhood right. that was left upon me from my mother but like it's it's just such a big difference you know like I don't I don't even know where this shit is going right it's kind of it's, it, it's like hard to call it yeah. because there's already so many elements to my childhood mm-hmm. that I just it was a no brainer that it was gonna be for my kid and yeah. it's not even like an option yeah. anymore and, it, and and there's kind of like an unlearning process cause even oh, though cause even though we as adults we know that like their their some of their parenting styles might not have been the the best the wisest right you know what I'm saying but it at least got us to where we are right. but yet we still have to throw some of these things away and like create new ways of doing and parenting so it's it's a it's an interesting dynamic it is yeah. it is it really it really is and you know like I was saying I mean even thinking about your parents now it's like we are going to be you know eventually at that age and like even things that they do or or say it's it's like it's a constant like learning experience and it like never really ends Mm -hmm. and they don't really have all the answers but for the most part you know they're doing what they feel like is right even if it's wrong yeah and i guess we'd have the ability now to 
take what we want from that and try to teach differently to our yeah. kids or things that we maybe didn't agree with or feel like should have been. I guess we think about things and how it happened to us. Right. How we felt and what we wouldn't want our kids to feel like. I'm constantly like checking in with myself and being like, hey, remember you said you didn't want to be that kind of parent? Remember you said you didn't want to be like that? Well, that's exactly what you're doing. This is what you sound like right now, you know? And I have to, like, check myself and, and, and like, remind myself what I want him to feel. Like, I'm constantly trying to think of it from a kid's perspective, which is everything is fucking new. Like, I don't know how this shit works, like, and I'm counting on you. So I have to be like, damn, like, you need to be a little more patient. Like, Mm -hmm. you need to like adjust yourself because it's not his fault you know and like be really patient so I'm I feel like that's the best I can do you know and when he's old enough to tell me the shit that I fucked up for him like hopefully I'm hoping that I'm mature enough to be like you have a right to feel that way you know I want you to understand I did the best I could you know that's super Super important that you said that because, like, me and my dynamic, I don't think that I can have that conversation with my parents. You, I don't, I don't know, at least for so, mm. like, I mm. definitely can't have that. You can't conversation have that, okay? So, we can relate to that. I can't have and that's that something con- that I yeah. want for Same. my son, yeah, Same. yeah, I, and I, a little I, bit with my mom, but I don't think I can have that kind of conversation with not. my father yeah. at all. You know what I'm saying? That's something I definitely not if I want to respond. And I, and I wouldn't want yeah. I wouldn't want to be that parent either. I yeah. wouldn't want my child to feel like they can't talk to me. Right. That's another thing that I would make a like a, a conscious decision to not be that parent because it could be for different reasons. Like my mom, like I couldn't talk to my mom about certain stuff because she's sensitive. You know what I mean? Like that's one of the reasons why. And it's like her feelings will be hurt versus listening to what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And then my dad just isn't as expressive. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I it's like. I think that's a theme for 90s parents to be kind of like defensive of what they have done because in their minds, they're like. I did everything. My, my I, childhood was like 10 yeah, times worse than right, yours. Right, right, right. Sacrifice. And like, you don't even shit. know half the shit that like yeah. we went through when you were coming up. So you should be grateful. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's like the theme mm-hmm. of. So there's not that openness of communication of like, hey, this is kind of fucked up. Like, and I think that's an effect on like our self-esteem as adults too. Because yeah. now you're thinking like, I should just be grateful. I should just be grateful. Like I should just like take this on when really, if you had that opportunity to like have that dialogue with your parents, you wouldn't accept less in other areas of your life, mm-hmm. you know? It's very true. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get your chromosomes together. That's yeah, how I yeah. say. You know, we we there's certain things that we naturally inherit from our parents, and a lot of a lot of the the problems, the character flaws, whatever you may want to call it, that we have, it's like it's our duty to to change them, to solve them, but. A lot of this shit doesn't start with us, so it's kind of hard to do that without having that conversation and getting to the root. Yeah. Of things. One know? of the main things I've like learned in my adulthood is that like I can I can realize that maybe I'm not the root of the problem, but I need to be willing to take it on as if I am because I'm probably not gonna get the closure that I want from wherever the root is. Mm. Like that's the hardest like lesson that I've learned. 
and it's, it's gonna it's gonna naturally be hard because you sit and think about certain stuff like that was not my fault I had yeah. no control over that but you have to find closure of some sort to kind of get over it yeah for yourself it's just hard because it really gets tough when you yeah. like narrow it down and then you're like this was hey I'm bringing this to you because I had an issue with this and then that person like I don't know what you want me to do with that right you know that's nine out of time nine out of ten times that's what you're gonna get so that got that got pretty deep there. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a great little yeah. transition into like real shit, you know. We went from bops to bop it to whatever <laughs> this is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, yeah. I mean, I guess that's the show for y'all. Yeah. I hope they're still listening. Well, I've already turned off my live, so who knows? You still got yours on? No. Oh, okay. Well, my battery's about to die. Okay. Well, it's a wrap, folks. Um, Once again, thank y'all for listening to the What Up Joe podcast, episode four. Uh, Gotta say, definitely appreciate all the love and response that responses that we've been getting. Yes, Um, thank you. Thanks, guys. We're always welcome to more feedback. Um, Send all of your questions, concerns, ideas for other episodes to. The What Up Joe podcast at Gmail? Or is it just it's, What Up It's Joe? just What Up Joe. Okay, so What, what Up Joe, Joe podcast, podcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. We are eager to hear from you guys, and then you can DM us at What Up Joe podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Look us up. Look us up, guys. Comment. No. All that. Um, definitely going to be stepping into um, video episodes coming real soon through YouTube. Um, you'll be able to find not yet but you'll soon be able to find us on iTunes so you know getting that together got a lot of big little innovations that we're gonna probably bring to the show Um, looking forward to it yeah definitely so um, that's a wrap see y'all next week bye peace folks